Hey, Adam. What's up? How do you spell save? Command S. Very good. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. That intro was brought to you by our assistant producer, Alexis, who's manning the board right now. Yes. Yeah. We've been we've been uh, preaching to her. I think we're preaching to the choir, but we've been preaching Command S. Command, command S. S, Command S. It's you, a big part of logic. It's a big part of... Anything at the Mac computer, I think it's important. Right? I don't think any of our users would be that surprised with how many episodes we've lost by not <laughs> Command Sing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what are we talking about today? Uh, today we're talking about using our left hand at the oh. piano. So this is a piano-centric one. So if you don't play piano, you sorry. are you sorry. You'll hear it. <laughs> Consider this. You'll hear it. But we are we're continuing, even though we're on. Uh, it's Monday. It's a whole new week. We're still mm. at the piano. We still man. This is. I can't believe we slept here under the piano all weekend. <laughs> we just love it. We yeah. love it, and uh, we we know you love it. So we're we're gonna keep on with it. And this is uh, this is important. Yeah, this is important. So. And, and really, this can be for anybody because we were talking about and talking to horn players and vocalists and drummers and everything all the time about, you know, up in their piano game and how much that can help yep. their jazz development. It's it's a well-known thing. Um, and you're never too early to kind of get the left hand involved in the party, in the melodic party. And that's kind of how I like to look at it because there's a lot of things that we learn to do with the left hand. Yeah. But it's just like anything. You get into the habit of doing um, whatever it is that you're doing. And it's not just a little comping machine here. That's right. Although it's good at that. It's very good at that. And jazz musicians are notoriously known for being one-handed pianists in right. a way that I think is a little unfair. Yeah. Uh, but our classical brothers Brother. and sisters are right. actually very, very accomplished with their left hand because That's they right. have so much music that they get to play with it. And for us, not so much. Right. Of course, they can't play anything unless it's written on a page in front of them, but yeah, that's yeah. another thing. That's a whole other thing. It's called the yin and yang of classical and jazz. But if you don't work on your left hand, if you don't have it together, you're missing out on a whole bunch of textures, colors, sounds, and, and interesting ideas that you can do yes. otherwise. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's a lot of different ways to approach it. We're not going to hit them all today, but let's try We're to We're not going to hit, hit them all. I think we should try to hit them all. <laughs> what kind of time you got? I don't have a lot of time. So for me, the thing that was really a breakthrough both, um, you know, when I was younger and even now I sort of fall back on is just thinking about practicing and learning about bass lines mm. in just some sort of basic swing groove sort of bass lines to start to get the left. Because look, what we're really talking about is independence of the hands. That's you right. know, there's the strengthening of the left hand, of course. Um, and, and there's there's many kind of obvious ways to do that, but in terms of independence between the hands, especially for memorization, I mean for um, improvisation, yeah, where we don't, it's one thing to learn a classical piece where there's two different things happening, and that will help. That will certainly help, and that's a big part of it. Um, but I would just say playing some bass lines, and you can start right here. Mm -hmm. And what you want to be doing is thinking about. The time, I mean, it's basic, but make, give it a little bit of melodic interest, right? But the thing we're not having to worry about is rhythm. Outside of, we're playing quarter notes, that's set. Right. So we do want to be in the groove, the form. You're all not having to things. improvise rhythm. No. Yeah, yeah. But we're kind of improvising the direction of the melody, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So I think the first level, once you get this going, even that is not the easiest thing to do. But anything that you do different in the right hand. And 
And the whole thing is to keep the left hand from changing. You don't want to be like, like do the anticipations together. I mean, it sounds fine, but that's not working on independence. No, no, no. That's that's some level one stuff, right? Right. No. But you can do really anything then with the right hand, melodic or not. Comping. Man, that's such a great exercise because you get to practice those syncopations against that steady rhythm. I would also say to flip the script on that. Okay. Practice that the other way. No, man, that's not, oh, no. that doesn't count. <laughs> not turn the hands no, over. but you can, you can practice keeping some kind of steady, whether that's a bass, like, you know, a bass line. Yeah. Whether that's some kind of constant quarter note melody or chords. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Can I do that? You could do that, sure. Uh-oh, that's going to be really be bad in the sound. Whoa. So there, I'm actually flipping my hand. I can't over. believe I gave PM something to practice. This is so... Wait, this is I thought like we were banner talk- day for me. I thought we were starting basic now, though. Banner day for me. <laughs> like, my mind is blown. Why are we, I thought we were starting basic. We are starting basic. That's, that's not basic. That's basic. That's Wait, show it a more basic way, because that was, that was not basic to me. No, I... I <laughs> to just do... Gosh, that's, still yeah, not that's, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. All right, I take it all back. I didn't show him anything. <laughs> no, but that's, I mean, that would be a good goal to go towards. Yeah. We could yeah. do that next week. But, well, the point is, though, is that, uh, you know, these these things of trying to confuse yourself, right. it's always good to try to Maybe do. if it was like. Well, that's what I was kind of getting at, is that you could do anything steady to flip it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is not easy, but I think this is doable. Not with talking, though. <laughs> So then you just kind of octaves or single notes. You get the added bonus of your neighbors and friends to hear you just go. <laughs> yeah. All the time, too. Cool. I could, yeah, very good. Um, okay, cool. So what else can we do for independence? I'm thinking like, um, you know, this is getting us into obviously doing two different things at the same time, which is the end result, but in a very simple way we're mm-hmm. starting. Um, but I think also just the call and response between the hands can, can get us into a lot of the actual applications. So it might be... You know, almost almost kind of trading. That's great. But that's getting you know not. I mean, you're developing a little bit of independence, but it's not the simultaneous kind of independence. But it's the the interplay. Some things that maybe seem obvious, but practice melodies. If you're practicing a melody with your right hand, practice with your left hand too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Always practice whatever you're improvising. If you're improvising over a tune or something, practice trying to improvise over it with left hand alone. I think is important. Yep. And then 
the second level of this is putting those together, either in octaves or two octaves apart. Right. You know. So if you go to like a two fill, that could be. the tenths there so we talked about this last week with yeah. the drop two thing but then you start to get in the more of a tenth situation where you can right. work out a tenth you know like where you can play yeah and, and i was also kind of just trying to wait and then go to a place where you know it's kind of next level in a way but what you're thinking of independence you know call and response two melodies counterpoint two things kind of polyphony going and then when they come together that's a great thing same right. like we use in arranging and composing a lot is once the hands come together and that's the beauty of like doing the solo piano but you can also if you're in the right range you can do this with a rhythm section as well and go in and out of that it's a lot of fun things there something that i think both of us use quite a bit with a rhythm section is to start and and our buddy jeffrey keezer mentioned this too mm -hmm. is to start some kind of uh pattern in your right hand whether yeah. you know yeah yeah, and then start a melody with your left hand yeah. over that, you, under that. You you could you could, you could you almost casino lick, licking it there. It's a very casino lick kind of sound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it, it, the whole thing is like once you start to get a little bit freer. It, I, I think the, it, there's two main parts of it. You know, freedom to be independent with the two hands, which never gets totally. But I mean, you want to uncouple them so that when you you know, we're not like you're saying, you know, locked in together, but there's also just the left hand needs more time because we, we don't spend a lot of time with it being melodic. So I think, you know, pr practicing some simple classical pieces for sure kind Definitely. of puts, you, you know, some of those um, two part inventions. Yeah. That's like such a great way to get independence because you, it focuses you to work on fingering, dynamics, yep. phrasing. All the things we don't work on <laughs> with our left hand as jazz musicians, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, but over the blues, you can, you know, or, or, you know, whatever. Kind of a little funky there on you. Look out now. Look out now. Actually, if you do some funk bass lines. You Damn know, right. there absolutely Hold don't be afraid to uh, do some transcribing on some great organ players man those organ yeah. players have good left hands you know little and good left feet too they're all left feet dr lonnie little joey d that's right little, little jack mcduff Damn right little jimmy smith absolutely yeah cool uh well hope this helps folks thanks for uh, tuning in for yet another episode of the you'll hear it podcast you can go to you'll hear it.com to leave us a question you could leave us a voicemail hey listen we are ranked on the itunes podcast list fairly uh, high or at least higher than we thought we would be <laughs> we're, we're ranked we but, didn't know that but you know what because we're we're in the future a couple days now future adam future peter and because we're vain as hell yeah uh, we don't even want to say the number we might very well be in that top 100 now <laughs> we might even start a contest where we did like a giveaway with some of our sponsors well 
I don't even want to say it yet. We're just the a few sponsors days. Sponsors are upcoming, man. Just a few days away. We have an exciting sponsor uh, announcement to make. But we're not there yet. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching because they're making this happen. And we want to keep this going as we much love as the possible. People, so spread the word. Let's, That's right. Let's get into single digits here. That's right. Stay we might even there. get like a podcast. Do they have a podcast Emmy? Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? It's called The, the Potties. <laughs> the Potties. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, you'll hear it.